0: what's up everybody welcome to the fitness realty channel my name is tj mcclelland and i'm the broker i'm super excited to share all the things we have planned with you so sit back strap in and let's have some fun what's up everybody my name is tj mcclelland i am the broker of fitness realty i'm here to bring you december's market update so without further ado let's get cracking last month i started with the 30-year mortgage rates i really want to start with that every single time just because that's what's on everybody's mind right now so as you can see i've got this up right here we've got our 300k amount i mean obviously we can bump that up if we needed to but you guys can go here to just google i like this for just general numbers but if you're going to get pre-qualified Talk to a lender. We have tons of great lender partners that you could talk to and get real raw data because without raw data, you're making a really crappy assumption about what you can afford or what the numbers actually mean. This video is sponsored by Liquid Death. Just kidding, they don't (laughs) they don't sponsor me. I really wish they did though. Okay. But you can see this huge nosedive. So you can see we had this great incline and then we had all those Fed rate hikes, of course, but we kind of went steady from like end of September into November. And then we started getting better market data. So the CPI index was coming down a little bit. Jerome Powell and the Fed have started to say words that signal that they're gonna be softening the interest rate hikes and not doing them as many basis points every time. And so they're just being very transparent about what they're going to do, which is creating some solid footing for the economy. And solid footing helps people make choices right? I mean, in the unknowns, nobody knows what's happening. And so people are scared and fearful. And so right now, while the Is still interest are doing interest rate hikes, they are doing it in a way that is more transparent, which is making the economy feel more solid. And then some of the other numbers that keep coming out are continuing to make it look better. And so you can see this interest rate is down probably almost a full percent from last month. I think I clicked on the video to check it out, and I think we were at 7.9 on this 30 year fixed on November's market update. And so you can really see this is a way better number than near eight. And if you're in an FHA or VA loan you're under 7 once again which is not is not horrible right it's not what we saw in the boom of 2020 and 2021 but It not a terrible rate and you can actually afford to get a home in this market so let's jump over to our average rental rate I run these numbers once a month and I don't know if I've actually shown this graph on here but it's kind of a crazy graph so I want to show it really fast but we'll kind of dissect it a little bit so I know this looks like craziness but these are about eight or ten different markets that I've run rental numbers in with different types of rentals so it could be a could be a townhouse could be a single family house could be three bedrooms four bedrooms two bedrooms whatever different locations too I've got one in St. George one in Ivins one in Utah County a bunch in Salt Lake County and then I think we have one in Tooele County I haven't done any in Weber and Davis County I just don't have any investors up there so one day maybe I will run those but right now I'm just running these specific markets. You can kind of see them over here on the side. Three bedroom Harriman condo, four bedroom Harriman single family house. You get the idea. The thing that I wanted to show really quick is a trend line that we're seeing. So this is the average graph that I've got running. I like this little faded line here that kind of shows you a trend. And so you can see right around December, 2018, we were above this trend line. And then you can see we kind of dipped down below a little bit in 2020, 2021. And then you can see we really rocketed up with rent cost. And so I want to show this other picture. We're going to look at this picture on my next slide as well, or my my uh, other Excel spreadsheet or Google sheets. But you can kind of see this little trend, right? You saw this up market, down market on this other graph, right? So you can see we had the, well, we started a little high because my numbers don't go back that far. Then we we dipped down below the trend we came back up above the trend right so you can see this trend is just growing though which is why rental properties make such a great investment okay i run the average market home price for salt lake county just on this spreadsheet what i like about this is i mean i can run numbers across the entire state of utah but this one specifically is for salt lake county the other thing is is the data goes back way way far so we can actually get a really cool snapshot, which I want to show right here. Let's start with 2021 first. Actually, let's do 2020. So you can see the trend line for 2020 was rocketing up, and that was pretty cool. We were all experiencing that. The volume was insane. Sales was insane. Realtors were going or uh, coming into the business like crazy. Everybody was closing, making money. Everybody thought they were going to make 100 grand that year, which is not true for a lot of realtors, but there were a lot of people that were crushing it then 2021 came along and we continued this rocketing up trend line you can still see though there are spikes through this trend line which follow the average cycle like always uh, almost always you can see this is pretty cool here though the trend line goes up above that or this line goes above the trend line in this may june july time frame that happens a lot of times june july it's a little bit above it 2020 was an awkward year let's check out 2019 So you can see that the average was above it March, April, May, June, July was right on top of the trend line. And so that's why I always suggest to sellers, like if we can list your home in about April, May, most likely you're going to get the best contract that you could for that year. Um, It's not always the case, right? I mean, this year may looked pretty good. June above the trend line. Awesome. July above it. Of course, you can always see it trails off through October, November, December. Everybody hates to move around the holidays. And then January, of course, everybody's trying to figure out what they're doing. And so that's why it tends to ramp up May, June, July. All right. The thing that I wanted to show was this average graph. Okay. So you can see I've ran my numbers all the way back to 1996, where it was above the trend line, below the trend line, above the trend line, below the trend line, which is a little interesting, right? So you can see we always talk about the 0708 crash, but it actually took a while for it to come down below the trend line. And so you can see it took all the way until about 2011, maybe the first part of 2012, for us to bottom out in the market, which is why real estate takes so long for everything to manifest in it because it just moves so much slower, which is also good, right? The thing about the market moving slowly is that you can anticipate things, let things happen, move through the market. It's not like it happens tomorrow you can really kind of see these trends that are showcasing right so the thing that i want to point out right now is that we spent a lot of time below the trend line and then we rocketed up over the trend line as the fed was just pouring money onto the fire but you can see we hit this peak and we're on a downward trend and so nobody really knows where this is going to end up right the downward trend could come down here and touch this trend line and go back up or Like traditional, it could go down below this trend line, like in 07, 08, and 09, and just continue to come back up later. I'm not gonna forecast anything here other than I do believe that we'll continue down a little ways. This down a little ways could mean the average home price in Salt Lake County comes to like 550. We just don't know what that looks like. And the trend line is gonna continue to come up, of course, with the home values and things like that. And so when that trend line comes up, we may or may not come down too far below that, but the trend line has come up so far that it doesn't really look like things tapered off as much as people are anticipating. And so that's why If you're a first-time homebuyer and you're like, I just really need a house, just buy one. It doesn't really matter because if you're renting and you're chucking like $24,000 a year on rent down the toilet for somebody else, you're not doing yourselves any favors, right? I mean, there's a way that you can get into a home get pre-qualified and start earning equity for yourself. Now, I'm not bashing on the renters, of course, and tenants because we all need tenants for our rental units. So I'm not saying that's a bad way and I'm not saying that you shouldn't rent. I'm just saying if it looks like it's a great idea for you to buy a home, it's a great idea to buy a home at any of these intervals i'll give you a little personal experience as well even me looking at this graph we have a house under contract to buy another house in our neighborhood and i know i've said this quite a few times but I'm not fearful. We're going into that home. We're purchasing it. We're going to push forward and we're going to start renting out the current home that I'm in right now and make it our second rental, which is pretty awesome to say. So thank you, everybody that's mentored me along the road and helped me get to the point where we're at now. Okay. As you guys know, I love to come to this website and talk about the graphs that are on here. Thank you, Utah Real Estate, for putting this together. This is what our dues and our board dues go to as real estate agents. So I really love that they come down and give a ton of stats that we can use to help our clients understand the market. All right. So the numbers, number of listings entered, you can just see this trend line is down below where we have been in the past. And so you can just see the number of residential listings entered into the MLS right now are just kind of getting depressed. But they did kind of follow this, I call it a turtle shell. It kind of is a turtle shell to me like here's a head here's the turtle shell coming up and, and tapering off at the back so i feel like we pretty closely followed this trend line i mean we did kind of rock it up in april may and june while people were like hey i'm seeing something in the market let's try to list and and capitalize on the market and then we kind of had a bunch of the fed rate hikes in here and then you can kind of see we. Dip down and then we went underneath the trend. Hopefully you guys make it through this. I'm always grateful for all of our supporters. You guys have helped us grow and our podcast is growing like crazy, so thank you. Let's talk about active listings. So you can see active listings comparative to 2021. We have way more active listings. We are starting to taper off. That's just the nature of the beast. Once we hit like the holidays, people don't really list right now um, unless they have to sell, which kind of just makes it the traditional market trend. It'd be interesting to see this graph overlaid with like the four previous years to that kind of like the other graphs have, but they don't have that. So it's just interesting to see that we do have a lot more inventory on the market right now so that just makes it a very strong buyer's game you can actually get some closing costs you can get your inspections paid for sometimes there's a lot of cool things that we can do for buyers so this is a great time for a buyer to get in there and get what they want because there's not as much pressure let's see average number of active residential listings per day per month so you can see we really changed the trend okay so you can see we did this trend reversal we were kind of mirroring 2021 at the start of the year And then, of course, things really started changing. And then it was like, ooh, never mind. We need all these inventory or let's list. And we had all this inventory sitting stagnant. So now you can kind of see we've reverted back to a 2018-2019 norm, which kind of looks the same. Like, look how close it mirrors this green line. I mean, obviously not the first part of the year because the first part of the year more matched. 2021 right so you can really see that if they could lop this off in the middle it'd look like it probably would look like this straight across the orange then boop straight across the green which is kind of what it looks like so i don't know i'm a visual person i hope this kind of helps you guys see that right now we have a lot of inventory it's a very strong buyer's market buyers can get what they want right now most of the time and um, so it's just interesting to look at under contract residential listings per day obviously the buying power of people has really kind of declined that's why you're seeing under contract listings really decline that's just thanks to the fed and the rate hikes. so nothing new there average number of under contract residential listings per day by month so you can really see We kind of have not a real turtle shell like inventory, but you can kind of see we do trend up during the first part of the year, and then we trend down for the second part of the year. Obviously, 2020 was an abnormal or an anomaly. I I guess I was trying to merge both those words together. And then 2021 was also kind of an anomaly, of of course, just because people were still buying like crazy. What I like is to show 2018 and 2019, because those were more normal years. So you see just a normal up and down the green line, a normal up and down, you know, so you can kind of see what that, what that looks like. Let's get back to no show listings. That's just a weird way to talk about listings that aren't quite ready for the market. All right, let's talk about sold listings. That's, that's something to look at. So you can see we have the same kind of up and down trend just like normal. Obviously this purple line is trending a lot lower because people have lost their purchasing power to close. It is a lot harder to close deals. Every realtor out there right now can tell you that they are slower. There's just not as many buyers. There's tons of inventory of listings. And so obviously these closed or sold residential listings are going to be very, very depressed. So I don't know what this will look like coming into next year since we did hit on the interest rates coming down by about a full percent. About a full percent probably helps people's payments by a ton. I'm not going to throw out any numbers because I don't really do that. But if you want to talk to one of our lender professionals, they can definitely tell you what a 1% interest rate drop looks like. I'll bet it's a couple hundred bucks uh, just if I had to throw it out there. And so I think people's purchasing power with that is going to come back a little bit. So you may see a spike going into 2023. All right, back to market listings. These are listings that went under contract and went back to market. So in last month's episode, I was talking about dropping the contract and just not buying the home that we are supposed to buy. I've changed my mind on that. I think we're just going to go full steam ahead and really try to swing for the fence and Here's to crossing my fingers and hoping that it works out. So anyway, we were going to be in this category because I thought we were going to drop that contract, but now we're going to be in the closed contracts, I hope. All right, that's it on the market update. Thank you so much for hanging with me and staying with me. I love you guys. I am very, very grateful for all of your supporters and all of your viewership and you're helping our podcast grow and you're helping us share it across social media. Right now, we're about to hit 2000 views on the podcast and then as soon as we do, We're going to send out a $50 gift to somebody on our posts. So be watching for that. And then we are still hiring realtors and we are creating some lender partners there as well. And so if you are a lender or a realtor and you want more information about that, you can always text me or call me. 801-891-5305 is my personal cell phone number. You can text me or call me anytime. I love you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye. Well, that's a wrap. If you like this podcast, like, share, and comment down below. And if you want some free real estate information, check us out at fitnessrealty.com forward slash baller. Well, thanks for supporting us. I love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Later.